We now bring you pro-life activism from creation to death with Jim Sedlak. Hello and welcome to pro-life activism from creation to death. This program is intended for all those involved in the struggle to build a culture of life in the United States. Each week, we try to bring you up to date on what's going on in the country, bring you the top stories in the pro-life world, just to uh, just to encourage you to keep fighting for life. And we talk about the victories here. We talk about the problems here and we bring you up to date on, on what's going on. And we do have a, a number of topics we want to talk about today. But before we get to that. We want to begin our program the way we always begin our program, and that is by asking you to say a Hail Mary together with me to ask the Blessed Mother to shower God's graces on all involved in today's program so that our discussion will lead us to the message that she wants each of us to get at this moment. And if you would join me, please, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thank you so much for saying that prayer with me. It is always a good idea, whenever you start a new activity during the day, to take a moment to say a Hail Mary or otherwise call upon our Blessed Mother to shower graces on what you are doing so that it will turn out the way that she and her son want it to turn out. And so that is why we always begin our program with the Hail Mary. There is an awful lot going on today, and if you've been listening to Radio Maria uh, this morning, as I have been, you know that we're in a, the process of a Mariathon, a fundraising effort, which we do a couple of times a year here. Uh, Radio Maria is celebrating their 20th anniversary. I haven't been here for 20 years, but I have had the honor of doing this show for the last seven and a half years, uh, and it, it has been a real privilege talking to you, and as I travel around the country, uh, not so much this year because of the of the restrictions on the virus. <clears throat> but as I travel around normally, I talk to a lot of people who listen to Radio Maria uh, through the, uh, the radio stations and also a lot of people uh, who aren't in areas where the radio station is but listen to it on, on the live streaming that, that comes from Radio Maria. Uh, and they always ta- tell me how great the, the station is. They, of course, mentioned my program, I, you know, which is I'm, I'm just a very small part of it. But we, we handle the pro-life stuff here. Uh, I do want to mention going in that today is, is August the 14th. Tomorrow is August the 15th, the Feast of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary into Heaven, the culmination of Mary's life on earth, her, her sinless life on earth, her bearing Jesus in her womb, giving birth to Jesus, and then some 33 years later, having to stand at the cross and watch him crucified. Um, she was around 25 years after that. She was um, assumed into heaven. Uh, and we celebrate that tomorrow. And the people are going to be going to churches tomorrow, to Catholic masses, uh, making visits to, to the Catholic churches and celebrating the Feast of the Assumption. I do want to point out that there's been some talk about, you know, what's going on in the United States today, how terrible things are. And sometimes we don't think about it, but we, we have to realize that if you are in California, that huge state, and if you go to the Catholic Church tomorrow to hear a mass for the Feast of the Assumption, you will not be able to sing 
any Marian hymns at that mass. In fact, you will not be able to sing any hymns at the mass by order of the state of California. Right. Not just the Catholic churches, all churches. The, the governor of California has ordered that no hymns, no singing at all is to take place inside of any churches in California. What kind of a country are we are we living in? We, we need to spread God's message. And, and California is is a state that really needs it. And I know Radio Maria is looking to expand their, their reach and to expand to other stations. They need the funds to do that, of course. But California needs Radio Maria. I, I've been in California a lot doing pro-life work. I've traveled the state from top to bottom, spent a lot of time around San Francisco and Los Angeles and all the places, San Diego, all the places in between. They need Radio Maria out there. Uh, I, I know a number of listeners to this show here on live stream, but how many more we would reach if we had radio stations near San Francisco or near Los Angeles. Uh, but the culture of the of the state of California is just horrible for religion. It's just horrible for the Catholic Church. And, you know, tearing down statues of, of St. Juniper Sarah out there. I mean, it's, it's just absolutely crazy. Now, you may say, Jim, why? Why are you spending time telling us about the problems of the church in California when you're supposed to be talking about pro-life stuff? Well, they connect this week. And, and, and you know, as I was thinking about how we were going to do the show and in terms of, of what's going on and, and, and the top news story of this week is in the pro-life world and, and actually across the country in general is that the presumptive Democratic nominee for president of the United States, Joseph Biden, from Delaware, has picked his running mate, which is not official until next week when they have their convention and officially name Biden as their candidate and then as their vice presidential candidate, a woman named Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris was picked this week by Senator Joe Biden or by, yeah, well, he former Senator Joe Biden, now former Vice President Joe Biden. Um, but he picked Senator Kamala Harris, who was a first time senator in Washington, D.C. from California. And we want to tell you a little bit about Kamala Harris because she is typical of a state that would ban singing at churches. She, she just comes from that. We, you need to know, you know, when you're evaluating Candidates. Now, we here at, at Radio Maria and we at American Life League, which is where our work, we're both 501c3 organizations. We will not tell you who to vote for and who not to vote for. Right? But we are going to tell you to vote pro-life. Right? That is absolutely necessary. You determine which candidates are which, right? and then you vote for the candidate that, that you feel will do the most for life. Um, that's that's my presentation to you. That's my encouragement to you, uh, regardless of what party the candidate works for, regardless of who the candidate is, evaluate their positions. And in this country, this year in America, based on all of the discussions so far, the two parties are diametrically opposed on the life issues. And and, you know, you'll be able to to determine that and determine, you know, where you should be voting uh, if you're going to vote pro-life, which is what we encourage you to do. 
Well, we need to say a few words about Kamala Harris because a lot of people don't know about her. She was uh, she hasn't been on the national stage too long. Uh, she is the former attorney general in the state of California. She served as attorney two terms, well, one and a half terms, it turns out, but she was elected twice to be attorney general of the state of California. And Kamala is, is well, she's pro-abortion. I mean, she is. And, and, and there's one look at her record, and it will become very clear to you that, you know, that is, that is who she is. She has made it absolutely clear. Uh, if I talk about her votes for the time that she has been in the Senate, which is the last couple of years, uh, she believes that, first of all, uh, we talk about her position on Catholics. And Senator Harris was part of the um, Senate committee that was investigating uh, appointments that the president of the United States was making to various positions. And there was a, a, a man uh, who came before their committee, a man named uh, Brian Buescher, who had been nominated uh, to be a judge on a federal district court. And, and the, uh, the way it works, of course, is the president of the United States nominates somebody for the district courts, and then the Senate has to confirm them. And, and Kamala Harris was, was investigating or, or interrogating the, the uh, Brian uh, in a committee hearing, and she asked him, she noted that he was a member of the Knights of Columbus, okay? And she said to him, okay, uh, you know, do you understand and did you know at the time that you joined the Knights of Columbus because they – were a Catholic organization who are opposed to the freedom of choice. I'm paraphrasing her, but that's it. And, and he, of course, said, yeah, I knew, I knew their position. And she wanted him disqualified and said anybody to be appointed to district judges should be disqualified if they're Catholic. Right? Now, that's not me saying that. That's Kamala Harris who said that in, in her records on this. Okay, She said that the federal government should overturn all the laws, pro-life laws in all the states in the nation. In fact, before she was named vice president, she was last year back in 2019 running for the job of president of the United States, the job that Joe Biden wants to get to. And, and she was another of the candidates that was being talked about. And she was in the primaries uh, around the country. And, and she talked about that. And she said if she were president of the United States, she would make absolutely sure that any law affecting reproductive rights passed by any state in the union could not go into effect until her Justice Department approved it. OK, so what she was saying is there would be no laws. You know, she, this is there are constitutional problems with what she said. I don't think she could ever make it happen. But this was her position. This tells you who she is. OK. And there, there are other things. She voted to to refuse protections for babies after they're born alive. You know, there was a bill in Congress that said if a baby is born alive, they must get medical care. And she voted against that. OK. Be, uh, and this is born alive after an abortion um, they, that they, they, they were required to get medical care. And she said, no, 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 no. So this is who pa Kamala Harris is. Uh, just take all of this into a 
count when you're deciding, you know, what ticket you want to support, who you want to vote for. But Kamala Harris is also something else. She is tied to Planned Parenthood, the largest abortion provider in the country. Planned Parenthood runs the largest chain of abortion facilities. You know that if you listen to this program. Uh, but when, when uh, David Daleiden and the Center for Medical Progress did their undercover videos at Planned Parenthood, uh, documenting the fact that Planned Parenthood was selling baby body parts, and right now that, there is no question that they were doing that. There's a lot of court testimony, and I won't get into all of that here, but I will tell you it's absolutely clear now that the Leiden was right in what he accused them of. His videos were right and supported it. Uh, the people who are recorded in his videos have testified under oath that those videos are accurate, okay, despite what Planned Parenthood was saying. But when those videos started to be released in July of 2015 um, in, in California, the uh, – Kamala Harris was attorney general of California. She had a secret meeting with Planned Parenthood. And instead of going after Planned Parenthood, she went after David Daleiden. She ordered his apartment. She ordered the California Justice Department to raid his apartment and to confiscate all of his, his videotapes, all of his computers, all of his records, right, to try to protect Planned Parenthood. Right. And she was not looking for evidence on what the, the wrong that Planned Parenthood had done. She was trying to trump up charges against David Daleiden. And David Daleiden has spent and the rest of the people that the Center for Medical Progress have spent uh, since 2016 in one court after another to trying to defend themselves against the outrageous charges brought by Kamala Harris and her successor. So, um, you know, hopefully it gives you some insight as to who she is. And, and that's why we want to talk about it, because this is very important. This is the person who, if she should win the election, will be a heartbeat away from being president of the United States. So this is why this is the the uh, the premier subject this week in terms of, of the pro-life movement. Uh, in, in addition to that, I, I want to talk to you about activism. Right? We talk about pro-life activism from creation to death, and there is an activist activity for you to participate in in just a few weeks on September the 12th. Right? There will be the National Day of Remembrance for Aborted Children. It's, it's been run every year since 2013, so this is the eighth National Day of Remembrance for Aborted Children. Um, what this does is there, there are places in the United States where aborted babies have, have been buried. Babies who were found you know, uh, after abortion clinics uh, got closed down, you know, found in dumpsters, other places. There are actually 51 locations around the United States where babies, aborted babies, are actually buried, right? And on the National Day of Remembrance, people will go to those 51 locations and pray, right, for the aborted babies, for their families, you know, asking God to end abortion. But in addition to the 51 locations, there are also other memorials around the country uh, to aborted babies. And there are several hundred of those. And as of right now, today, August the 14th, for September the 12th, there are 116 of these prayer vigils at either the grave sites 
or the memorials for aborted babies that are scheduled around the country. And we're asking you to participate in this, to be to be the activist in your area to participate in this. You can find out all the details of this by going to the Pro-Life Action League website, and it's simply called ProLifeAction.org. All right, that's that's the website, ProLifeAction.org. And when you get there, just click on events. And when you click on events, you'll see all about the National Day of Remembrance right, for aborted children. So, again, go to ProLifeAction.org, click on events, and all the details will come up. Every site where there's going to be prayers will be listed there. Every site that is available to have prayers that has these memorials or, ha- or have the, the, the graves of babies are also listed there. So you may find that the one closest to you does not yet have um, a memorial scheduled for that day. And you are invited by the website to contact them and say, I'd like to, to lead an effort at that site. And they will get you all the information you need. They, they will put your, your event up on their website so that people will know about it and can find it and come join you. Um, this is something that is done once a year to remember those who have died through abortion. Now, you know in the United States, the accepted number right now is that somewhere around 61 million babies in the United States have been put to death by medical or surgical abortion since 1973. 61 million babies. People have already said they're going to go to one of these uh, at least 115 different sites. You go to one of them and remember these babies who have died. Remember their families. Remember the Holocaust that is going on in our country today. We want you to join in on that. We want you to be part of that. And you can do that. All right? Just go to prolifeaction.org and click on events, and you'll be able to do that. All right. Now, as you probably know, the Radio Mariathon is going on today. If you want to donate to the Radio Mariathon, uh, the, the phone number to call is 888-408-0201. Again, that's 888-408-0201. And you'll be able to make a donation to help Radio Maria to maintain their operations, to keep me on the air. Now, most of the people at Radio Maria are volunteers, just like I am. The presenters don't get paid on Radio Maria. You know, we're not uh, some fancy uh, public radio station where, you know, they pay thousands of dollars. No, it's all done for free. All the presenters like myself, we, we do this because we love Mary. We do this because we love what the cause we're talking about. In my case, it's the pro-life cause. Right? I get to come on once a week and just spend some time talking with you about things that you should know that are going on. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about the elections, so I, I, I want to warn you something about the elections. Don't believe the ads that you see on television and elsewhere. They lie. And in fact, there is a, a court decision that says it is okay for political ads to lie. They're not breaking any law at all when they lie to you 
in political ads. It has actually been approved by the courts in the United States that they are actually to tell you things in, in political advertisements that are not true. Right? And they don't have to tell you that they're not true. There is a, a particular ad that I've seen now several times that is just so blatant. So I, I want to warn you about it. There is something called the HEROES Act. The HEROES Act is the latest act that was put together by the United States House of Representatives is being billed as a, you know, the next coronavirus relief bill right, with the name the HEROES Act. The ad picks out a couple of very small things in the HEROES Act, which is a huge act, right, and tries to say you should call you know, your senators, your representatives, the president of the United States, and demand that they pass the HEROES Act because it will do these couple of things. What they don't tell you is that the HEROES Act is a bill that is one of the most pro-abortion bills we've ever read. It will do away with most of the restrictions on abortion in the United States. It will reintroduce government funding of abortion. It will allow it will allow the it will do away with that, what's called the Hyde Amendment, uh, which restricts the government funding on abortion to only a couple of small categories, uh, and and will simply open the door to government funding of, of abortion. It specifically says that. Planned Parenthood's funding will be restored. It goes it put away with what's called the Protect Life Rule, which is what President Trump used to get take Title X money away from Planned Parenthood, or actually make Planned Parenthood ineligible for Title X money unless it stopped doing abortions. It would do away with that. It would do away with all the restrictions that have been put in place so that the, the federal government can't get money to foreign uh, organizations that that promote or perform abortions it does away with that the heroes act is very very horrible but none of that is mentioned of course in the ads that are promoting it the ads simply tell you oh it is a wonderful thing it'll do these couple of things and you know you, you should call all your representatives and stuff and vote for it please you see any of these ads and 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 both sides any political ad before you act on what's there right Check it out. Make sure it's right because it doesn't have to be by law. They can lie to you by law in these political ads. You know, they can't do it if they're, you know, if they're advertising a medical project or toothpaste or whatever. If they make any claims, right, the, the, they have to prove those claims, right? But not political ads. Political ads are different. And so don't believe political ads unless you've checked things out yourself, unless you know what's going on. That's very important. Okay. Um, just for those who are just tuning in, my name is Jim Sedlak, and you're listening to Pro-Life Activism from Creation to Death on RadioMaria.us, a Christian voice in your home. We've been talking about the, the, uh, the pick of Kamala Harris as the vice presidential candidate on the Democratic ticket. We've been talking about the, uh, the, the fact that uh, uh, churchgoers in California are not allowed to, uh, to sing in church at all, right? Uh, there's going to be police around. If they hear anybody singing, 
it's going to be a problem. And, and of course, what they will do is they're not going to go after the individuals who are singing. They're going to go after the people who are running the church, you know, the pastor of the church, whatever. And they're going to close the church down. Right? That's the penalty on it. It's not that you, if you're sitting in the pew and you sing a Mary hymn, you, you're not going to be arrested, but the church is going to be closed down because they allowed singing in the church. Right? That's that's the way they're going to enforce this, or that's the way they've said they're going to enforce this. Right? So we, we, we've been talking about that. We've been talking about pro, the National Day of Remembrance for Aborted Children. Uh, we, we want everybody to join that, prolifeaction.org. And then click on events, and you'll find out how to join that. Okay. Uh, again, we're, we have Radio Mariathon going on. Uh, the number to call to give a donation to Radio Mariathon is 888-408-0201. Now, what I'd like to do now is, is just to talk to you a little bit about Radio Maria, about why I'm here Every Friday or almost every Friday, sometimes if uh, in the past, if I was making a trip or there, there was something that, that I had to do, uh, I've, I've not been on. But I would say probably out of the 52 weeks out of the year, I, I'm on this show about 47 or 48 weeks uh, every year. And that is for seven, seven years. Right? And, uh, and th the reason I do it is because this is Mary's radio station. Mary, the mother of God. Mary, who was assumed into heaven, right? It's the, the fourth decade of the glorious mysteries, the assumption of Mary into heaven, followed by the fifth decade, which is the coronation of Mary as queen of heaven and earth, all right? This is Mary's station. She is queen of heaven and earth, okay? Um, as as uh, the saints have told us, Mary is the repository for the graces of God. It is Mary who distributes the graces. God gives her the graces and she distributes them. Right? Mary is just so important to all of us on this earth. She wants, as well as her son and as well as God the Father, they want everybody to get to heaven. Right? You know, God created mankind and put him on earth. Original plan, of course, was to you know, make earth a paradise. And then Eve and Adam had to go mess up that plan and sin. And it is always sin that is, a, is the problem. And so God then decided that he would redeem the world by sending his only son to come down and redeem the world. Now, I've talked to, in, in, in my job, I, I talked to a lot of non-Catholics. And I had a lady one day to me was, well, you know, Mary is nothing important. She, she was probably a good person, but... You know, she was nothing really important. Um, you know, she, she, she just happened to be the mother, you know, the woman that carried Jesus. And I said, what? You know, God has a plan for life. It was God, the father, who selected Mary to be the mother of Jesus. It was Jesus himself who said, yes, I will accept Mary as my mother and I will reside in her womb for nine months growing inside her womb, taking a human form from Mary, all right? He didn't just get some random human form. He took it from Mary, resided in her womb for 12 months and was born. This is Mary. And it was the Holy Spirit who, according to the angel, was the spouse of Mary to, cre to create Jesus in her womb. The Father 
the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all three persons of the Holy Trinity, selected Mary to be the mother of God. She was from her very creation destined to be the mother of God. She was, you know, we celebrate the Immaculate Conception. The Immaculate Conception is not the conception of Jesus. It is the fact that Mary herself was conceived without original sin. And she was conceived without original sin because how can Jesus, the Son of God, enter a body that was once possessed by Satan? Can't do that. That's not the way it happens. And so they preserved, the Holy Trinity preserved Mary from original sin so that when Jesus entered the body, he entered a body that the devil had never possessed. Mary is the greatest human being that has ever lived. Now, she is not a deity, and this is the, the, the other argument. Oh, you, you Catholics treat Mary as a deity. No, we don't. Right? We know that she is a human being, totally a human being, but she is the greatest human being that ever lived, and she is, as we just explained, picked by the every member of the Holy Trinity to be the mother of God, the mother of Jesus. That's why we pay attention to Mary. She is the best of us. She is one of us. She is a human being just like we are, but she is the best of us. That's what we can be. If only we emulate her, if only we follow her, if we do what she says. Now, why is Mary the best? Well, because of all of the things that happened, but Mary had the same free will that we have. And Mary tied her will to the will of God so that there was no difference between the will of God and Mary's will. If it was the will of God, Mary did it. She didn't have she she physically had her own will, but she herself said and gave her will to God and said, I will do your will. I want to do always your will. That's what I will do. And that's what we're all called on to do. St. Alphonsus de Liguori wrote a a nice treatise on conformity to the will of God. And he said that what we need to do is to tie our will to God's will. And when we tie our will to God's will, we can't go wrong. And that's what Mary did. And Mary did it in such a tremendous way. There's, There's simply no difference between Mary's will and God's will. Never was. Because that's who she was. And she was a human being, which means we can do it too, because we're human beings. Now, we had to overcome the original sin, but we did that through baptism, took original sin away from us. And so if we've been baptized into the Catholic Church, we don't have to worry about original sin anymore. We just need to learn to tie our will to the will of God. It is never too late. It is never too early. Do it now. Do it today. Just say to God, I want to do your will. God, tell me what your will is. I want to do your will. You know that Saul, who later became the apostle Paul, but when God struck Saul off his horse and converted him into Catholicism or into Christianity, Saul's answer to God is, was, what will you have me do? And then he did it. 
And that's what we have to do. And that's what Mary did and we have to do. We have to go to God and say every day, many times a day, God, what do you want me to do? When you're faced with a problem in your life, say, God, what do you want me to do? And then listen for the answer. And, and it's not going to be a voice coming over a loudspeaker. You'll know it because it will be inside you. And you, will, you may not even hear it. You will just feel that this is what you need to do. Right? Do it all in prayer. But in order to do that, you have to establish a prayer life. And a good way to establish a prayer life is listening to Radio Maria. Because there are prayers all the time on Radio Maria. I think they do seven rosaries a day on Radio Maria at this different times of the day. Seven rosaries a day just on this radio station. Right? All other kinds of prayers that are said here and are, that are promulgated here. Because this is where Mary is. It's Radio Maria. It is Mary's radio station. This is what we want. Right? This is where we need to be. And Radio Maria has been around for 20 years, and they've been struggling for 20 years. But they've, they've persevered. And, you know, he who perseveres to the end will win. That's, that's what Christ tells us in Matthew chapter 10. Right? He says there's going to be all kinds of problems. He said people are going to come against you, but if you persevere to the end, you will win. You will be saved. Radio Maria perseveres time after time. If you've been listening to the radio show this morning, you will know the stories that have been told about Radio Maria's past and about Radio Maria surviving hard times. Radio Maria you know, now has 11 radio stations. They started with one. They now have 11 radio stations. They want to get more, but they can't get the more unless you donate to them. You donate to them. That's what they need, okay, in order to, to grow more, in order to spread the message of Mary, in order to reach California and start to talking about God in California. You know, there are some Christian radio stations in California, and one of them, after I had done this show here on Radio Maria for a few years, right, approached me and said, hey, Jim, we've listened to that show you do on Radio Maria. We'd love to rebroadcast it here on our Christian radio station. I said, oh, well, that's interesting. Let's talk about that. He said, and then he, then he said, well, of course, the first thing we'll have to do is to get rid of that prayer you say at the beginning of your shows, because we can't have that on our radio show. Right? That's the Hail Mary, if, if, you, if you didn't make that connection. You, you, we we got to get rid of the Hail Mary. Then we can have you come on our Christian show. And I said, nope. Right? Nope. Not, no need to talk anymore. Right? I'm not going to come on the show if you don't want me to talk about Mary. If you don't want me to say a Hail Mary prayer, right, then that's not for me. But Radio Maria, of course, has no problem with me speaking about Mary, with me speaking about God. Because that is what Radio Maria is. Right? They don't have to force religion into this radio station. It's here. Right? I, I've been blessed in my life since I've joined Radio Maria. If I look back seven years ago as to what was going on in my life and what is going on now, I, I've been blessed. My wife has been blessed. My wife and I have been married 53 years. We have three grown children, one that died in the womb through a mis, uh, miscarriage. Right? And we have nine living grandchildren. Uh, one of our grandchildren also died by miscarriage in the womb. 
right? We, we have a, a family. But I consider Radio Maria my family, too. And when I travel around the country uh, and people come up to me and talk about hearing me on this radio station and, and how inspired they are to, to, for the pro-life movement and what's going on in the pro-life movement, that's what keeps me going. That's why I'm still here seven and a half years later. Right? Started in May of 2013. Because this radio station makes an impact. They make an impact in every place. They have radio stations, all 11 radio stations, but they also make an impact through the Internet and their live streaming in places where they don't have physical radio stations. But they would make even more impact in those places if they, in fact, had physical radio stations. And that's part of what they want to raise money for. It's not to pay salaries. It is to pay for the necessary expenses of keeping the radio stations open because they don't operate for free, right? keeping the equipment going, right? paying for maintenance on everything that's going on. I mean, I'm not going to go down the whole list of expenses, but believe me, lots and lots of expenses. And your donation helps with that. Your donation helps spread the word of Mary and spread the word of God because the word of Mary is the word of God, as we talked about. So please give to Radio Maria. Right? Radio Maria has several programs. Right? They, they, uh, you, know, we, you can just give. Give a donation. And to give a donation, you call 888-408-0201. 888-408-0201. Give a donation. But you can also give monthly donations and pledge to give monthly donations. And when you pledge to give monthly donations, you are really helping. You know, I, I, I work for a nonprofit organization, right? We have a budget here at American Life League, right? Those who pledge monthly donations to American Life League are our lifeblood because we can count on those. We can go out and we can rent office space for X amount of dollars a month because we know we've got X dollars a month coming in, right? We know it's going to be here. Because people have pledged. And when people pledge, they honor their pledges. Right? It's the, it's, this is the basis. And so the more monthly pledges that you can do, the better. Okay? But if you can't afford a monthly pledge, that's okay. Then just give one-time pledge. But you can, you can say, well, I want to give you $21 a month. Right? And you become part of what's called the Arms 21 Club. Okay? The people who are giving... $21 a month to Radio Maria. There, there are other programs that they have for, for giving, uh, which will allow you to, to pick any amount you want. There, there's no you know, restriction that, oh, no, you, you know, if you want to give $15 a month, there's no, nobody who says we won't take it. All right? We'll take the $15 a month. Uh, th there's a group called the Association of Radio Maria Supporters. That's what the ARMS stands for. The Association of Radio Maria Supporters, right? The 21 says for the pledge. So you can be an arms 15 if you want, okay? $15 a month. You can be an arms 35 if you want. Whatever, whatever number you want to give, you want to give 10000 a month, they'll happy, happily take that. But Radio Maria needs your support. And I will tell you that, you know, there's a lot of people out there who need Radio Maria, who need all of the programming, that is on here, all of the prayers that is on here, all of the rosaries that are on here. 
you know, American Life League has a program called the Marion Blue Wave, which is to get people to say a rosary a week to close down every Planned Parenthood facility in the country and every abortion facility in the country. Right? Rosaries are important. The, the, the victories that have been achieved by rosaries are just dramatic. The one I always remember was in Hiroshima. You've heard about Hiroshima, where the atomic bomb was dropped in the 1940s. To, to you know, the, the one of two bombs dropped on Japan, and there was a a priestly house in in Hiroshima that was only a short distance from Ground Zero, from where the bomb blasted. And when everything cleared away, that house was still standing, and all of the priests who were residents of that house. None of them were badly injured. There were some slight injuries due to glass that had broken from the windows and hit a couple of the priests. And so they had slight injuries due to that, but no major injuries. All of the priests went on to live long lives into their 60s and 70s. None of them ever had any radiation effects. When asked about all of this, the priests attributed to the fact that they prayed together the rosary every day. And I believe it was the rosary that saved them. There are all kinds of, of stories about battles that have been won through the rosary. Radio Maria, as I said before, seven rosaries a day at different times on this radio station. Every day there's seven opportunities for you to say the rosary. They're just embarking now on, on, on the 54-day rosary before the elections. I encourage you to become part of that. The rosaries are Mary's tool. It's, it's, it's a weapon. And think of the rosary as a weapon because it is. You need to say the rosary. This radio station will bring it to you so that you don't have to say it alone. You can say it with all the other thousands of listeners to this radio station and join your voice to theirs, to God, praying for the right outcome of this upcoming election. We have one party that is running a ticket that is pro-life. We have another party that is running a ticket that is the most pro-abortion ticket in the history of the United States. I'll leave it up to you to figure out which is which. And to cast your vote as you decide. But if we want God to win, if we want Mary to win this one, we must vote the right way and we must vote pro-life. So that's the message for this week. The week that that pro-abortion Kamala Harris, the one who apparently with her interrogation of the uh, court justice uh, does not. Well, I was going to say does not like Catholics, but I think it's much more than that, right? That hates Catholics. With her nomination this week, it has brought the election into focus. It has made everything clear. And if we want to win the election, the 54 days is very, very important. So please consider joining that. Please consider the work here at, at Radio Maria. And all of the stuff that they are doing here, that they are bringing the message of Mary to 11 different communities through the 11 different radio stations, but to everywhere in the country through the live streaming and, in fact, around the world. I've had people in Africa who listened to my program and called me 
and talked about the fight for life because they heard me on Radio Maria US. They were in Africa. But because it's live streamed over the net, Internet, they called me and wanted to talk. This is the power of a radio station. Please join with Radio Maria. Uh, the number again is 888-408-0201. Call it today and get your friends to call. And let's keep this radio station on the air for another 20 years or more. With that, I will say the end of my radio station. And we will end our radio station the way we always end our program. And that is by asking our Blessed Mother, Mother of God, Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thank you very much for listening.